Blog Talk Radio. As you say, singer, uh, songwriter, musician, book author, intellectual, and podcaster. Here is the night. Hello, everybody. As I said, I got all these gifts. You know, I love to sing and write, and I do it. That's what I really want to do, but I also am an astrologer, basic astrologer, astrologer to the stars. Well, anyway, I was gonna, you know, I do a tidbit on astrology because I am very good at it. Um, basic astrology, I can look at someone's chart and I can tell things, you know, I learned it, I've been doing it for years, I learned it a long time ago, because I learned astrology when I was in Hollywood, yes, coming out here very young, in the late, in the late 90s, I was in Hollywood, I was hanging out, uh, sunset, and I discovered, went to astrology class, and um, I, I became a good astrologer really fun. There's lots of so many astrologers out here. But I I've been doing it for a long time. I even written books about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know um you know astrology books. I hope you can just consider reading one because I put one uh, on sale um you know the basic astrology astrology is fun. Now this is what I want to say to the naysayers. Now I know people. I know people. Um, just, you know, see it as a pseudoscience and a science world. But I just want to say this: keep an open mind, and um, you know, we all have control over our, our, our destiny. You know, it really what it says on a chart doesn't mean it's going to happen because. I looked at books, I mean, I'm sorry, I apologize. I looked at charts where people, um, you know, had a square, like from a outer planet. And, you know, when I, in astrology, an outer planet is in the nine planets, any planet after Saturn. Saturn is like the karma, so important, so after Saturn you know, um, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. So, and they had a square to the sun and or the eighth house or the fourth house or whatever. And um, this person, you know, for their, you know, karma, worked really hard on trying to change themselves. And they overcame whatever limitation. So we have, we have control. I've seen people who have, you know, like Sun Square, uh, Saturn, and were extremely successful. Because Saturn is work hard and make, you know, it doesn't give things to you, the energy. And, you know, when I say that, it's like these, these planets represent energy within us about what type of energy we possess. Like Saturn is, is so important because it's karma. Is what we came in this lifetime to work on, or and you know a square or or opposition. Those are like difficult configurations. Means someone has struggled to 
do what they need to do to find their way. Um, and they became, I've seen people with millionaires who have those those configurations, they work really hard. Then I have people who have sun sextile, you know, Jupiter, sun sextile, what, Uranus or whatever, and they don't accomplish anything. So we have to work. It requires working on the person. They do show a tendency of things to happen. So keep an open mind. So if you contact me at doveneedslove22 at yahoo.com, I can talk to you about astrology. So I'm going to do some celebrity charts. I remember the last time I did this, I did Donald John Trump's chart. And I may do that again. You know, I may do that again. Um, you know, um, you know, I may do that again. You know, um, it's about um, you know having fun, but it's also about finding purpose. For me, I got into astrology because I was, um, you know, I, I was trying to find purpose in my, to where I go for just for me. Because I was, you know, doing, um, you know, I was doing my music. I was, I was trying to find my, you know, my place in life, and I was keeping an open mind. You know, I'm very open. You know, I was open to psychics. They have so many psychics in Los Angeles. I went to a psychic. <coughs> I couldn't relate to any of them. Some of them been very accurate, but I just getting I couldn't relate to it. I even went to Kenny Keister's, and they were not accurate at all. Yes, Kenny Keister was on a radio. I went to him, and I just he was not accurate. So I was like I started to doubt that. But when I went to astrology, I was like, wow, it was true, you know, because. It was talking about things in my childhood or things I relate to, so it was like, gosh. But it really is up to us to make our dreams or or to make whatever destiny come true, and it's not easy. You know, it's like, and that's the thing, you know, we do the best we can. So I'm going to start off, because last time I did this, I did a Donald Trump chart. Maybe I'll do that again, and what configurations are happening. Because he is in the news. Uh, the first chart I'm going to do is, is um, what you know, Whitney Houston. Um, they have the movie I Want to Dance with Somebody, and Whitney Houston is an interesting chart. You know, they have it online. You know, I just looked at it. From what they say, she has a Pisces rising. That makes sense. You know, Pisces. When I look at Pisces, rule music. It rules music, it rules movies, it rules, it also rules drugs, unfortunately, which brought her demise. But Pisces uh, rising, when I say Pisces rising, I mean, when you look at the wheel of a chart, the first house, which is number one, you know, on the left hand at at the ascendant and the first house. So when I look at that, I was like, okay, Pisces rule music, and in the, the signs that usually rule music is Pisces, um, Taurus, 
Libra. At times it could be Leo or Gemini because they, you know, creativity, you know, so entertainment. So, um, you know, it, it depends on how the chart is, but it tends to be Pisces. So Pisces, I mean, a lot of movie actors, a lot of rock stars have uh, have strong Pisces. She has Pisces in the first house. So I look where her Neptune is. Neptune rules um, her 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 chart ruler. And Neptune, which is the planet that it represents um, Pisces, because all the signs are represented by a planet. You know, y- y'all want to go through all the, you know, the connection, but it's kind of like the sun, rep- you know, connected to Leo, or the moon is connected to Cancer, and Mercury is connected to Gemini or Virgo, in a, in a different way. And Venus is, is Taurus, and, and and Libra, and then there's um, Jupiter is Sagittarius, um, Saturn is Capricorn, and Uranus is Aquarius. And you know, you know, the outer planets are kind of like connected. They deal with more collective, a bunch of people usually, but if they're connected to the sun or the moon or the ascendant, then the energy is very is very um, direct. So Uranus deals with Aquarius. And uh, Neptune deals with Pisces, and Pluto deals with Scorpio. So that's how it is. Um, so Neptune, what rules Neptune? The energies of Neptune is spirituality. So religion, you know, connecting to a higher power. So it shows that Whitney was very spiritual, religious, but it's in a, a, her eighth house. Eighth house rules death. Okay, so we'll get to that in a minute. But she's born in the sign Leo. And when you have, like me, you know, when you have a sun in Leo, it's a star. They love to shine. They can shine. Many superstars have been Leo. Ruled by sun. It's the center. So Whitney had a, a, a charisma, a star attraction. But it's interesting, I noticed... Um, what, what, what her demise is that the sun is in Leo, and she's a star in a squaring aspect to her Neptune. And Neptune is music, so when you have Leo and you have Neptune uh, configurations, that's somebody who's extremely musical. You know, musical, talented. They have some singing voice, you know, or something in movies, acting, you know. And that was her destiny. But when I see the sun and I see Neptune in an eighth house, it denotes that, you know, it's not destined, but it did happen that she died from drugs. And Neptune on a, a, a rules drugs, not just music and entertainment, but rules drugs. And um, Neptune is in Scorpio. So when an eighth house is... Um, you know, dark, you know, eighth house, um, water, you know, you know, if you have Scorpio, if you have Cancer, you have Pisces in eighth house, at times, if you have Neptune in eighth house, because Neptune's will, you know, Pisces, it could denote somebody could have a problem with water, and he needs to be careful. It's not destined, but Whitney was drowned in a bathtub, so that's very interesting. So she was in underwater when she died, so that's the, and she was on cocaine, so that's Neptune. And Scorpio, her death 
with the son, and she had a problem with drugs, um, which is shown. I don't like to talk about those things because when people hear me say that, they're like, oh, you're so negative, and, you know, um, if there's somebody who was alive and I did a chart, if I did your chart, and I would not mention death, whatever. You know, that's not something you mention. So I don't want to scare you. So it's, this is a dead person's um, chart. So that's why. Her death was caused by, you know, water, something related to water. She, so if she had a lesson of staying away, from, be careful around water and drugs, which was something that, um, led to her demise. But also it shows, what's really interesting, she has a Venus and Leo and Sun and Leo. So she's a star, you know. And when I look at Venus and, and Venus, the configuration, it shows what kind of relationship or what kind of personality the soulmate, which is Venus. So Venus is in uh, Leo and, um, and usually... At, or at times, Venus and Leo means she can marry a Leo or the opposite signs, Leo or Aquarius. So her husband in her lifetime was Bobby Brown. He was an Aquarius. So Leo, Aquarius, the opposite sign. So if, it's, if I see somebody with Venus and Taurus, I know somebody had Venus and Taurus, a superstar, and they married a Scorpio. So Venus, so, so Venus and Taurus, so Taurus, Scorpio. So you can go one or the other sign. Oh, um, I don't want to be off topic, but I'm just talking about, you know, I was saying that there was another star who had Venus and Leo. It was Michael Jackson. He had Venus and Leo and um, next to his Mercury. So I'm just that's just off topic. He married Lisa Marie, who was Aquarius. So that's very interesting. And Mercury next to Venus could, could, could denote someone younger, marry somebody younger. So I want to keep that in mind. But with Whitney's chart, um, um, it also indicates that um, Venus, Venus, who, her soulmate, um, was uh, opposite Saturn. So when I see Saturn and Venus configuration, it means a much older person or younger. Either she is the older person or marry a younger person, or she marry a much older person. Because Saturn deals with old, old age. So by looking at that, Bobby Brown was much, it was like uh, six years older, just about six, seven years older. Yeah, so. So that's pretty interesting that she married somebody younger. But it does denote about their relationship that she had with with Bobby Brown, the Saturn, and it was problems, and with the Venus also was squaring Neptune. So the relationship uh, by looking at by looking at with Whitney at Whitney's essence on this chart, the, her relationship was affected by um, this honesty because Neptune deals with a lot of issues, not just deal with music and not just deal with drugs, but it also deals with honesty. Uh, Dishonesty, deception. So the relationship she could be in a, you know, when she was alive, perhaps her relationship was filled with um, dishonesty in a relationship, um, you know, like uh, inter, inter, um, 
uh, Bobby Brown had affairs or something dishonesty, and it was and also drugs, which affected the relationship from her standpoint and what she perceived her soulmate um, to to be or to have. Um, it's very interesting about Whitney. Um, she does have a moon in Jupiter, so in Aries. So she's such um, her mom. Is, is, is something about her mom? That's her mom. So her mom was, um, you know, a strong person with Moon and Aries. Um, Probably, she looked up to her mom as like a leader. And she probably learned a lot from someone who was an Aries and a very, uh, another, you know, a powerful person. And I would say when I look at Moon and, 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 and Jupiter, perhaps another, she probably uh, learned a lot from some singer or some, maybe Shaka Khan was an Aries or Somebody who was an Aries, maybe Aretha. I know they both are Aries. I don't know. Learned a lot um, with initiative or to be herself. Uh, for, you know, as a singer, her essence, her soul. But also, Clive Davis is is, is a Aries. So you know, luck came to. You know, his son is probably um, he's has son in Aries. Let me look up Clive Davis' uh, chart. Clive Davis is um, a record executive, and you know, um, Clive Davis was born April fourth, so he is. Um, yeah, his uh, son is near her, 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 near her moon. So they had a good collaboration. It was luck for her because he discovered her and made her famous. Yeah, his son is near her moon. So that was a close relationship. And Jupiter. Um, Whitney had a very interesting chart. Um, I also see she had Uranus and and and, and Pluto and um, uh, Mercury uh, at her seventh house. So that does the Mercury does indicate she married somebody younger. Yes, younger than her. She was interested in younger people, but. It also indicates in her lifetime she hung out with people with a dark side, either very powerful or they had a dark side with Pluto. So that 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 could have been a problem for her. Um, but um, but but she has a good configuration with Jupiter. Somebody with Sun, a good a good uh, configuration. What I mean is a good con- contact in astrology with Jupiter and the Sun. A lot of good luck. If she had a lot of luck in music, she sure did. 
But, you know, she's she's attracted to younger guys who had a dark side. And Bobby Brown was no exception. Um, Very unique person, her own personality. Um, And Uranus, which is genius, you know, Rose Aquarius genius. Of course, she had a genius... um, with her talent, singing, music, and so on. And her chart shows a lot of of essence with with the entertainment industry, which was her destiny, because Pisces rising, that person, you know, that person has to be around religion, has to be around music, movies, art, to stay afloat. Because when you have someone with a strong Neptune, a strong Pisces, uh, uh, Pisces uh, essence, they have to be around music, the arts, to keep them stable. And they have to stay away from drugs. Because that was the problem, I think. Um, you know, Whitney's uh, essence, while she was a great musician and so on, she, in her lifetime she couldn't stay away from the drugs, which was her lesson. And I think with Saturn in Aquarius, which is also in a, in the twelfth house, um, and I look at Uranus, lesson was to find herself and to evolve and be herself. But, um, you know, also it was, um, you know, it's, it's opposition to her, her son. She had to be careful. Um, with the people she was around and, you know, stay away from drugs. So that was her, this is a dead person. And, again, when I say all this and people get spooked out, you don't have to. This is a dead person. If I do a chart for anybody, I would not mention death. I would just mention the good things. I ain't that type of person to talk about stuff like that. Well, anyway. The sun uh, opposition Saturn, she, you know, she worked very hard. And, again, I mentioned sun, you know, it's, it's, a, it's the opposition Saturn, but she worked very hard, and she became a successful person in her life, prominent person. But the lesson that she had to learn through, you know, find love of self versus, um, you know, Finding her essence, her unique, and and and, and appreciate her gift, because because Leo and, and Aquarius, Sun opposition, uh, Saturn. Uh, when I see an opposition with Aquarius and Leo, it can mean somebody extremely gifted. And um, but her lesson was 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 with relationships, and to find the right relationship and to find herself and. Unfortunately, while she left this planet um, untimely, I'm sure that she'd done a lot in the field of music, and, and, and she'd done so much. So that's Whitney Houston. If you have any more questions about this, you can contact me at DoveNeedsLove22 at Yahoo.com. Now, I'm dealing with people who are alive, so I'm not going to mention anything. And if I was dealing with somebody's chart, I would not even mention death. I just mentioned, you know, what's going on now. So I apologize if I spooked anybody out because I didn't mean to. 
I'm dealing with Kanye West. You know, Kanye West is, um, has been controversial, literally. One thing I noticed about Kanye West is that he had um, Sun and Gemini and Jupiter. And again, Jupiter is lucky, lucky on Sun, conjunct Jupiter, Sun, trying Jupiter, Sun, sex, can, can denote somebody who has a lot of luck. And with money, they could be very wealthy. So he became a billionaire, huh? Unfortunately, with Kanye West, he has Neptune. Neptune Sagittarius, opposition. So, yes, Neptune. I keep mentioning Neptune because Neptune can mean a lot of things. You know, occupations, entertainment, religion, or it also can mean dishonesty. It could be deception, but it also could be illness. So Kanye West mental health, uh, which is done by Neptune, could rule hospitals or mental health or something, is could dissolve that whole his empire, which I think is happening now. Um, I would say the configurations, um, you know, when I say configurations, uh, transits, because the planets are continuously moving. And Neptune is in Pisces and is near his moon uh, um, in the transit. So his soul and his spirit is just something going on, and I think it had to do with illness or deception. And it, it could, you know, when Neptune uh, come across any energy was, uh, uh, that's like with Saturn or Mars or what somebody built, they could build up an empire and they could, it could, you know, dissolve it, destroy it by illness or bad luck or so on. And I think his illness is perhaps is the reason why his fortunes are fading. And Pluto, you know, Pluto trying uh, the sun is, you know, he had a, he got, he was able to withstand, um, you know, a lot of, you know, destructive uh, measures because even with a trine, the energy of Pluto means uh, could be destruction, just like you know, so a dark side. He made a lot of money and fortune off being sane with Gemini, talking and saying dark stuff or evil stuff or having notoriety. It made him very wealthy. Unfortunately, with a trine, and a trine uh, could be a problem. Uh, it, it's good, but still the energy is there. Um, it's causing where he's destroying himself, and I think that is connected to um, uh, Neptune, especially Neptune, because Neptune's illness, so his mental illness is like bringing everything down. But by what the chart have said, with Jupiter next to Sun, and with uh, the trine to Pluto, I who knows? It's up to him. He probably it might be. Um, he might make a comeback. I don't know. This is what the configuration said. It doesn't mean that it's gonna happen. But if he chooses to go down this dark side that he's been going down, dissolving his empire, there's no way he can come back. 
So he had to make the choice to change, transform his self from his lower self, because it, he pretty much destroyed, dissolving, destroying what he has built. His reputation as a talented rapper and a executive is being uh, obliterated by illness and um, his, 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 his uh, antics. So when he talks, and with Pluto, is a dark side. You know, it was you know, it's really interesting. But he also has he also has a moon in Pisces. Uh, and, and that and that's in Pisces connected in Neptune and it's also squaring Neptune. So the sun is squaring Neptune and moon is squaring Neptune. So he his soul and spirit moon deals with the soul and 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 the, and the sun deals with spirit. They're both they both are important. Both of them are important. In astrology, the most important planets are the sun and the moon because it's the light. And with the Neptune thing, the illness and the, and he's he's deluding himself. He's if he don't take action or try to find a way to transform his life, he, he's he's destroying himself. And with connected with Pluto, the energy is it could be permanent. But he has he has had a lot of luck with Jupiter and Sun. He has a lot of luck coming back from darkness, and with the triumph of Pluto, he had to figure a way to transform himself. He had to transform himself, and I think he may get that chance, but it depends. Okay, the next chart that I'm going to look at is Meghan Markle and Harry. Now I looked at their chart, you know. I was wondering what was going on, you know, because they have a, um, um, you know, they had a, a successful documentary. It was great to, you know, to see that. Um, you know, and I was looking at their chart, and it's really interesting. Um Well, um, here he has um, Capricorn rising. It's really interesting. You know, it's so interesting. And he comes from the royal family. So he has a lot of responsibilities in this lifetime. I have Capricorn rising. A tough uh, um, something. Capricorn rising doesn't have to be like someone with a tough life. You know, so many obstacles to climb, you know. Mm. They could also be in a very established family or structure, but with a lot of limitations. So I would put him with an established family um, with a lot of power, because Capricorn is like Leo in, in a lot of ways because it deals with, you know, success and, um, you know, power and and a, and a family that's Capricorn is, is like a dynasty, but it has a lot of responsibilities and limitations and knowing about the royal family perhaps they have a lot of limitations and responsibilities despite being royal um yeah um you know it's really interesting about those two and um looking at Harry's chart because he has Capricorn rising. Harry is really interesting, you know, by himself. 
I'm going to also do the composite chart between the two. Composite chart, when I say composite chart, I mean take the charts of both of them and put them together, and I can see what their relationships will be. But um, on Harry's side, and I'm going to do Megan's side too. Prince Harry, um, again, has a Capricorn rising. And when I say Capricorn, what rules Capricorn uh, with the, 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 the planet? So when you look at a chart, if I, if I was to do your chart, and you look, you know, I show you the first house and whatever the sign is, wherever the planet that corresponds, you look on the chart, to see, that will be the destiny of that person. He has um, Saturn near the, the tenth house. So he has a lot of responsibility. Saturn and Scorpio. It's kind of similar to Queen Elizabeth because Queen Elizabeth had uh, 26 degrees Capricorn or something like that. I don't remember. And she had a Capricorn rising just on the edge of Capricorn. And Capricorn was ruled by Saturn, but Saturn was in her 10th house. Well, Remember I did a chart on Queen Elizabeth, if, you, if you're listening to me. So Saturn in the 10th house, Saturn it's like a, a ruler. It, it's, it's just like, you know, people who are kings and presidents, they tend to have sun or the outer planets up in the, in the ninth or tenth house. I saw a lot of presidents had, uh, like Bill Clinton, I think he had a son in the tenth house, and so did Donald John Trump. And other presidents, or Moon or Neptune, you know, they had, you know, she has Saturn, which means that she became queen. Saturn and Scorpio upon the death of her father. And when I say Saturn, the planet Saturn, it represents the father or the parent. So her father passed away because Scorpio represents death. Um, so when her father passed away in 1951, she became Queen of England. Um, so that's that. But with Harry's chart, he had Saturn and Scorpio. So that gives an indication that he attained power upon the death of somebody, you know, or he uh, evolved and changed um, or transformed in some way with his career position. But but it's not in the tenth house; it's in the ninth house. So, but it's near the tenth house. So there's some issues with family. Um, dark issues with the family, well, particularly his father. I don't know, because from what I know, um, um, King Charles is a Scorpio, so his son is kind of near to his Saturn. So there's a lessons to be learned with with his father, I guess. So that could indicate that definitely indicates his father, because. Saturn and Scorpio uh, is the father. His father is a Scorpio, and Saturn rules parent. His father, you know, so Saturn rules father just like the sun. And um, it's interesting, one thing that's interesting about Pluto, which rules Scorpio, is next to it in the ninth house. And um, he's going to, just like uh, his brother Prince William, he has gone to do a lot of power, obtain power, and born into something, and perhaps in some way, 
his power will uh, evolve over a long period of time. But but I noticed Pluto in the ninth house, zero degrees, his situation is he may, uh, you know, Pluto in the ninth house can be somebody who leaves their family, leaves their country, and moves to a different country. Because the ninth house, when I say ninth house, you look on a wheel. Ninth house is where for Sagittarius. It could be foreign country. So he moved to the United States. That That is very common with people with Pluto in the ninth house. They moved to a foreign country or another state or somewhere from their hometown. So it's easy to say uh, for now uh, that stay in the United States for for quite a, a long time, for, for a while at least, because Pluto in the uh, ninth house could be somebody who don't fit or don't feel like they belong with their family or or something. Perhaps the Saturn in the, in the ninth house near the tenth house means he could be in control of his own company, because Saturn in the tenth house can also mean someone who, who runs a whole corporation. Yes, and the royal family is a business, a corporation. But he won't rule it. He won't, won't run. I would say because he's the, uh, you know, he's he's not destined to be king, but he's going to run his own corporation in some way. And it's shown, you know, the business he's working with Netflix and doing the things with his wife. And they moved to America, so that's a sign with Pluto. Pluto is like Saturn in a lot of ways because it shows uh, uh, it tends to make things evolve. But I also see that mental health was an issue with him from the trauma of his mom. Because it's shown with moon. Moon rules the mother, and it's very important in the chart, just like the sun, equal. I consider them equal. You know, it tells a lot of the destiny of the person, where the person's at. Moon is in Taurus, his mom, so his closeness with his mom. Um, and Taurus opposition, um, you know, moon opposition, Saturn, in the case of issues, the reason why he left um, England was issues related to his mom's memory, because Scorpio's death, his, mom, his mom's death. And um, it's really interesting it's really interesting what's going on here. So it's safe to say with Pluto in the ninth house, he probably will live in America for a very long time. I notice his Venus is in Libra. Venus in Libra can mean somebody uh, in an entertainer, because as I said before, Libra and Taurus... And Pisces could be a music or could be acting. So he can marry somebody who's an actress. And it's also in the 8th house, near the ninth house, near the ninth house. So he can marry a foreign person, someone from a different country. So this is what I would say. So I'm look at Meghan Markle. So I'm look at Meghan Markle. And Meghan Markle is a Leo. It's really interesting about her birthday, August 4th. It seems like August 4th has a lot of kings and queens and leaders. Well, Leo is the ruler, is a, rules the king and rules leadership. And Leo itself means that in one way or the other, someone born a Leo could run their own business, be ahead of something. 
They could be administrator. They could be president. They can, or they could be an actor or entertainer. And Megan is an entertainer. Uh, Megan has um, in her chart Sun and Leo, Mercury and Leo in the first house, and and she has um, a North Node. So that's pretty interesting. She became an actress. Leo does denote acting, entertainment, on stage, or music would be an entertainer. It's interesting about Meghan Markle's chart. She has Venus in Virgo. So Prince Harry is a Virgo. Prince Harry is a Virgo. Yes. And Virgo is ruled by um, Mercury. So I look at where her Mercury is. It's really interesting. And Mercury is uh, next to the sun. And, you you know, Mercury rules brothers and sisters, you know. And Leo rules kings and queens. So she married the brother of a king. A king, King William, King William the Fourth. I don't know, you know, when, but in twenty or thirty years he'll be king. So his brother, so she married the brother of the king. So it's pretty interesting about Meghan Markle. Um, and then uh, I'm going to get this shortened, but when I put that charge together. It's pretty interesting uh, with their chart. Um, you know, I had like a um, composite chart, so I, I put both their charts together to give an indication where they're going. And um, it's pretty interesting because she's a Leo. And she she's an entertainer, and Prince Harry is, um, you know, royalty. And it's very interesting about that. Um, and you know, with the you know, uh, with the documentary and them being so much in the spotlight. Um, it was so interesting. And I think I had it right here. Let me see. Hold for a minute, please. Uh, let me see if I can get it. But um, their charts show a lot of Leo. Um, it shows a lot of Leo um, with the configuration. When I say configuration, where the planets are located. Um their charts show uh, in the fourth house that um, they are going to have issues with relating to each other, home, home, um, the, the, their essence together. And Leo, again, indicates that their relationship will be in the spotlight a lot. So all the tabloids and everything, all the all the, um, you know, all the 
publicity around that relationship is shown. If I'm right. Um, actually, uh, hold on for a minute. Um, oh, I apologize. You know what? I strongly apologize. I was looking at something different, so I apologize. It was it was a mistake. Um, because um, I had a different chart. I was looking at so much with Meghan Markle, um, uh, a different chart, so I, I want to apologize. So hold on for a minute. But, you know, again, she has Venus and Virgo, and... Um, you know, it's likely that, you know, she met her, you know, her soulmate or uh, in this lifetime. And now I'm looking at a chart with 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 them. And, um, wow. Okay. Well, okay. Here's what it says. It has a Aries rising. It does have... Um, uh, Mercury and Leo, and it does have a lot of stuff going on with this relationship, you know, with uh, with Aries, and I'm looking at, um, you know, she has, um, I noticed that Saturn and, and Pluto are in Libra. This is the chart I have, so I want to apologize. It is Leo and Mercury, so I want to apologize. And when I see a, a composite chart with Saturn and Pluto in Libra, Libra is marriage. Libra actually rules partnership marriages, the seventh house. Because each of the when I do when I talk about a chart and I talk about the house, I talk about the wheel. And each house uh, is the is the first to the twelfth, and it represents the energies of. All the signs. So the first house is Aries, corresponding to Taurus, blah blah. But for some people's chart, they don't have Aries at the first house. They may have Leo, they may have Capricorn, etc. But when I look at their chart, um, Pluto and Saturn in Libra. Um, Libra is marriage, and Saturn is karma. When I say karma, it means something that's destined to happen. Or can just come together, and Pluto can also can bring something like this, like energy to just come together instantly. So their marriage was destined to happen, and they got issues to work on in this lifetime. Lots of issues, and those issues in their marriage, they're going to be dealing with for a very long time. Also, the attraction was another indication of a strong attraction was. Was Venus and Mars, um, and it's in um, uh, Venus and Mars. It's um, and they're both in um, Venus is zero degree zero degrees Libra. That's pretty interesting. Venus is uh, in Libra zero degrees. Remember when I talked about uh, Prince Harry Char? He had Venus and Libra. So. Venus and Libra in a composite chart with Meghan Markle, zero degrees. Um, Mars is right next 
is right. It's like a degree, one degree off. It's like so connected. They were destined to be married. They were destined, as well as with the Pluto and Saturn uh, conjunction. When I say conjunction, the planets are next to each other. And with, and with Libra, and, and Venus rules Libra. They were destined to be married uh, in his lifetime. They got a lot, but they have a lot of karma issues to deal with, perhaps from a past lifetime, because Saturn can bring karma or issues from a past lifetime, perhaps. Um, I see them together for a very long time. Uh, yes, um, they have, you know, with zero degrees, Libra, Venus, uh, you know, it's like attraction, marriage, period. You know, it's just really what it is. But I see um, squares and trines and stuff. They came They came together to resolve some issue from, from the past life. They're meant to be together. They got... Um, it's safe to say that they should be, they will be together for quite a long time. To say that they're going to stay together, it would depend. Uh, it would depend on what issues they came together because they have to resolve something, um, something together. And yes, with the son in the fifth house, you know, children and so on, issues with children because the fifth house deals with children, so. That's what's going to happen. Came together. They have a karma. They are married. It's safe to say they are definitely soulmates. So that's why I'm going to leave it there. And uh, what other people are, you know, I, I gave you an essence of what's going on. The next one I'm going to do is Donald John Trump. You know, I told you about Donald John Trump a long time ago, you know. You know, Donald John Trump, or or, I, or what I would call him, Donald, who is, you know, Donald Trump is still there. Sorry for joking around, but I'm an astrologer, so I'm going to leave it there. So so those who, um, you know, but Donald John Trump is, um, remember June 14th, 1946, and I told you a lot about Donald John Trump. You know, I told you, um, I even did this when I was working with Orinum briefly about Donald John Trump. He had 29 degrees um, Leo. And you remember what I said about Leos? Leos, um, the energy of Leo, Leo rising. person is a child. The person loves... Um, could be um, you know, loves to be at the center of attention, um, or they love to you know, you know, Leos love power. They love to rule. They or they love, they just love uh, uh to rule attention and so on. And Donald John, John Trump is that. They'd be attracted to the entertainment industry, or they love to uh, run. They tend to run things. And Donald John Trump has done that. He has ran his uh, his father. He became owner of his father's company uh, for a long time, so he runs his own company. He does have uh, Mars in um, the first house, so 
from Mars. You know what Mars? Mars is volatile. So it's shown with Donald Trump's personality. He's very volatile, always fighting, fighting with this person, fighting with that person. It's shown by him because Mars is in the first house. And 29 degrees Leo, that's really like someone who's really just so into themselves. I mean, they want to rule everything. He, he wants to rule, and that's a Leo, you know. I think Donald John Trump uh, really think of himself as a king, or he wants to be a king. So, um, um, with another thing interesting, what rules? What represents the corresponding Leo's son? His son is in the tenth house, which is another indication of leadership, um, and running companies and becoming president. Uh, becoming president, but he has Uranus next to it. Uranus, the planet, and what Uranus represents? Inventive genius, or it could represent chaos and craziness, and someone who's whacked. Or it could be, you know, it depends on the energy of Uranus. Uranus could be genius. It could be gifted they could be so gifted or they could be so whacked and going crazy chaotic and causing destruction around them and also uranus could be volatile too so donald trump you know does have shown that he's chaotic he has gone whacked and he's gone crazy with some of the things he's done but then he can become um it showed that he does have at times instances of genius did I say that or innovate in this? I'll just leave it there. I'm so sorry. I apologize for those who. But the bars is the first house. So when I look at the first house, I see bars. I said that Leo with bars is a very, a person who loves power and will fight. I mean, they fight everybody, you know. could be really chaotic or could be really inventive. And that's the I'm going to leave it today. If you want more, the whole chart about these people, you can contact me at dubdsloudtweet2 at yahoo.com for a borrow price. I gave you an indication of these people, and I do charts on a lot of people. I have done charts on so many people, um, even people who, um, you know, I done charts. They thought, you know, they were impressed with my um, astrology skills. I know a lot about astrology. I've been doing it for years. And not besides being a singer, I'm an astrologer to the stars. If you're interested, contact me at DuffNeeseLove22 at Yahoo.com. Or contact me at Twitter. Ask me a question of astrology. Um, good day, good night. From Dove Knight. <laughs>